Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming in the clouds for His people any moment. Are you one of his people? Are you watching? He told us, watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel with a special watch therefore edition today. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus name. Thank you for the signs and wonders you're doing all around us showing us more than ever now it's time for us to watch therefore and be ready bless our listeners today father with this message of identity thank you father messiah yeshua's name amen well there's a there's a theme the lord has been showing me i've been using it in discipleship and it's been very fruitful as i share this with others and um and even in counseling with with people i'm ministering to and, and so I'm going to share it with you today. It's been a blessing to me. Sometimes I wake up in the morning now thinking about this. And, and so this teaching today, I woke up thinking about this as I had shared this, uh, this message at a bonfire last night by the Sea of Galilee at a men's meeting. Um, it was so wonderful. There was a brother with a guitar and we were singing to the Lord by the, the shore, at the shore of the Galilee by the water there with a bonfire um, and just the Lord let me share this message, and I'm going to now share it with you today. So think of this uh, this progression of important concepts that lead us right to our eternal destiny. Here we go. You ready? Identity, calling, works of grace, destiny. I'll say it again. Identity calling works of grace destiny so i've got a passage that covers three of those in second corinthians and this is this may be a very common passage to to many of you uh but but think of it in these terms which it very accurately is is laid out here also in in uh in in daniel uh the final concept the thought here we go in second corinthians 5 17 and onward therefore if anyone is in christ he's a new creation old things have passed away behold all things have become new Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. 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 Well, first we'll start off with the identity part of this message. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. There's our identity. There's our identity. What was our former identity? It says old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. There we see our former identity in our new identity, our identity in Messiah Jesus. Know this. And it's becoming a big problem, especially in America. There's a thing called identity theft. Identity theft. Satan and his demons, they are identity thieves. 
This is why the uh, so many uh, churches and so many believers in Jesus today are so powerless. They don't. They've got. They've been robbed of their identity. Their identity has been stolen. So this is a message of identity. If anyone is in Messiah, in Christ, what does this mean? Well, to understand this new creation, we have to understand the old, the old identity. It's for someone who hasn't received Jesus as Savior and Lord, someone who's not born from above, born again. See, when we're born again, we get our new identity in Messiah Jesus, right? There's people today who they, they go to church even. They scoff. They say, well, I don't need to be born again, or I've, I've known God all my life. I didn't need to be born again. Really? No, no, no. That is a reflection. Uh, that is a, a symptom of the old condition. What's the old condition? Everyone who is born into this world is born in Adam, not in Christ. They're born into this world in Adam. And in Adam, the Bible says, all die. That's why everyone is dying in the world today, because everyone in the world is born into this world in Adam. These physical bodies, even for someone who's in Messiah Jesus, these physical bodies are dying. The distinction is, is that in Adam, also people have a dead spirit. What is the epitome of death? Because remember, when someone passes into the next life, they will exist forever. And so death is explained in eternal perspectives as being separated from God in a, in a place that is called the lake of fire. It's not that people will cease to exist. Everyone who has been born physically will exist forever somewhere. But those who are in Adam, they die, in meaning they, they live without God in a relationship with him in this life. And then they go into eternity separated from God in a place called the lake of fire. Right? So... Um, that is being in Adam. In Adam, every filthy, disgusting, horrible thing that is on the earth and in the earth, it comes from being in Adam. It comes from sinful man. That's why the Bible says in Romans 8, the, the whole creation is travailing, um, waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. That's when people come back from heaven in glorified bodies without sin. Yes? And, and so in Adam, the Bible says, all die. Now, Romans 5.12 says, through one man, that's Adam, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and death spread to all men, for all have sinned. Yes? But when someone recognizes, because of the, of the wonder and the beauty of the conscience the Lord has given them, the, the word conscience, con with science knowledge, when they understand their desperate situation because the Holy Spirit shows them through the, the law, uh, the commandments that we've broken them, and, and the conscience says, yes, you're in trouble. The Lord then, by his goodness, draws men to repentance, and they see a deep need for, for the Savior, Jesus, who lived a sinless life. He died on the cross to take our sins upon himself, which we'll see in this message in a moment. And, and then he was buried in hallelujah. On the third day, he rose again. And when someone realizes I can put my faith in Jesus and be saved and they call upon the name of the Lord and they're saved, they are baptized and their identity. See, baptism has a lot to do with identity. Uh, there's a lot of discussion and argument about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but sadly, both sides often miss it pertains to identity. We are declared righteous, that the Bible term for that is justified. We're declared righteous by God, and by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we are re-identified. We are baptized into Christ. Someone should say amen and hallelujah. 
We are baptized into Christ, and we are no longer in Adam. And to the contrary of in Adam all die, in Messiah Jesus all live. Woo! I got to stop for a second and rejoice. All live. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal, hallelujah, life. Life. And so if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The Bible says that's what that means. He is now positionally and legally by the, the lawgiver, Abba, Father, he is declared righteous and he's in Messiah Jesus. That's why if someone says to me, oh, go to hell, I can say with great certainty, I can't. I can't go to hell. Why? Because I'm in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, there are many implications of this new identity. Yes. And and so some of the things we're going to talk about pertaining to this passage pertain next to our calling. The Bible says with regard to our calling, those who are in Christ, not just the preacher, not just the evangelist, not just the deacons, everyone who is in Christ is an ambassador for Christ, is an ambassador for Christ. When a nation sends out an ambassador in the world today, even though most of the nations, including sadly the United States of America, the things they send their ambassadors to do are crazy, horrible things. Um, like today in America, the ambassadors are pr- promoting homosexual marriage and abortion all over the world. But anyhow, um, let's just say the United States of America, before it was doing ignorant, crazy, ungodly, wicked things like that. Let's just say back in another time, America would send an ambassador to another country. And the way it works is that their embassies, those embassies in the foreign country are considered the sovereign country from which they come, meaning the, the, the United States embassy in another country is, though it's in another country, that building is considered part of the United States of America, right? And the ambassadors who are in that building stand on American ground, though they're in a foreign country. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means just like Joshua. Wherever he would put a put a foot, one of his feet down, was to take ground for the kingdom of God. As ambassadors for Christ, we are to stand on foreign ground. This earth, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. So we're pilgrims, the Bible says. But as ambassadors, where we stand, we say, "This I am part of the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come, Father. Holy Father, your will be done through my life. As it is in heaven. And as ambassadors, we have a calling as ambassadors. As ambassadors, there are works of grace that we have. Identity in Christ. Our calling, ambassadors of Christ. And as ambassadors of of Christ, what is our works of grace? Here, it speaks very clearly that every believer in Jesus is an ambassador and is to be doing the work of reconciliation, reconciling lost people in this foreign land to the king of the kingdom of God. Now, we're going to take a break for a moment. We're going to come back to this in just a moment. But first, I have to tell you about our wonderful ministry poured out for the nations. This is an ambassadorship ministry poured out for the nations. It is our to the nations, Romans 1.16, and then to the nations, It is our To the Nations ambassadorship work. We're getting out the gospel and making disciples and and helping with orphans and widows because uh, the Bible says 
a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation, Psalm 68, 5. And so we have this ministry that is bringing this program to you today. This is a discipleship program. This is a program of ambassadorship. This is obedience to the Lord. And for anyone who's listening today that would say, I want to be part of that. I want to, I want to pray for that. I want to join in that. I want to work there in, in, that, in that camp. You can go to watchtherefore.tv or pouredoutforthenations.com. Sign up for our newsletter. When you financially partner with this ministry, you help feed orphans. You help get the gospel out in, in many African nations and also with our church plant in Texas. There's all kinds of things we're doing I can't go into right now. Go to watchtherefore.tv on the internet or pouredoutforthenations.com and join in. And you also would then help keep Watch Therefore on the air. Now, back to the program in 2 Corinthians five seventeen through 21. We've seen our identity is that we are in Messiah Jesus if you're born again. If you're not, give your life to Jesus today. Um, and that our calling is we are ambassadors for Christ. And that our works of grace as ambassadors is, the, is to reconcile lost sinners in this earth like we used to be, if you're in Christ, well, like we used to be winning them to the Lord, bringing them into the kingdom of God. Bringing, the Bible says those who win souls, the one who wins souls is wise. Those who win souls are wise. And so we win them by their message of reconciliation. Uh, and we beg them. See, just like God was in Christ to reconcile the world to himself, now what we are doing uh, is that God is in Christ who is in us. So we are now reconciling the world to the Father through Messiah Jesus who's in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's our works of grace. Identity in Christ, calling ambassadorship, our works of grace is is the message of reconciliation or reconciling people to God through the message of reconciliation. And and, and what is that message? Well, it's in 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he, the Father, made him the Son who knew no sin to be sin for us or to become sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ, in him, right? That's the message that the ambassadors, we, us, are to be sharing. We're to be proclaiming to the world that that you're in trouble. You're at enmity with God. Your spirit is dead. You have a soul, mind, emotion, and will. You have a body, but your spirit is is dead, and you need to be born from above by believing the message of reconciliation, that God so loved you that he sent his only begotten son to live a sinless life, and that he took our sins upon us. He became sin on our behalf. Why? That he could then give to us God's righteousness. Yes, it's the great exchange. He takes our sin, we take God's righteousness from through Messiah Jesus. And so that is our works of grace. That is our work of grace. Those are our works of grace. And so many today, their identity has been stolen. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. And if they do, they don't want to do it and have decided not to. They say things like, well, you know, I give my money up there at the church and it's the preacher's job to preach that gospel and win people to Jesus. No, that's a lie. It's a lie. It's your job, sir. It's your job, ma'am. 
It's our job as believers in Messiah Jesus. We have lost the concept and understanding that I am part of the kingdom of God. I am a kingdom citizen, and I am here to be a witness of the reality of this king and his kingdom. We've lost that. And, and, and somehow, that's okay with us. That's okay with us. Well, sir or ma'am, either one thing is true regarding that. If that's you, you either are lost and you've never received Jesus as your Savior and you need to be born again, number one, or, or we need to repent of, of being slothful, um, selfish, lazy servants. And I'll never forget what a, a, a Chinese pastor said. They would lock him up and persecute him. But when they did, his churches would grow and expand. And they knew if they killed him, they'd have real revival on their hands. So they let him go. And he said, Perse- persecution to the Christian is like exercise to the athlete. And the modern church in America is fat and lazy and in need of exercise. Obesity physically is widespread across the Western church in in the world. And it's a reflection of the spiritual laziness and the neglect of who we are in Messiah Jesus. And the reality is the Lord has a destiny for those who are in Messiah Jesus who accept their calling and who are walking in the works of grace that he's given us. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, for it is by grace you have been saved, not of works. It is a gift of God. For it is by grace you have been saved. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Yes? And I'm going to go ahead and read it to make sure I don't butcher this passage. I haven't quoted it in a while. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. But it says this next. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's why I call them works of grace they don't get us our salvation they are the fruit of our salvation now listen to this passage for those who accept their identity embrace their identity accept their calling embrace their calling and are out doing the works of grace in the power of the holy spirit listen to their listen to their destiny and this this is what the lord wants and certainly i want for myself and for my family and everyone i minister to including everyone who's listening today Daniel chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, Israel. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise, you ready? Listen. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Can I tell you, last night we were sitting out by the bonfire 
And I was getting ready to share this message with, with the guys. It was a men's group. And I just tilted my head back and looked up. And there in this, the Galilee sky were innumerable bright stars shining. And I, I looked around and went, Lord, you gave me this Daniel 12 passage. And you knew we would be here under these beautiful stars. Thank you, Lord. And I shared this message with them. I said, the Lord wants us to shine like the stars forever, forever and ever. Look up, guys. And they looked up and they saw what I was talking about. And I thank the Lord for that, for that wonderful object lesson. And I share with you today, there's an eternal destiny that we have. Yes. And I want to talk right now to those. It's not good enough that you just say you're saved. It's not good enough that you just say, well, I'm not going to hell. I believe in Jesus. Now, the Lord said there'll be many of those who do go to hell. They say that, but they're not really saved. I'm talking right now to those. You say, yes, that's my identity. That's who I am. I'm in Messiah Jesus. I'm so happy and I'm rejoicing about it. And I accept and embrace my calling as an ambassador of Messiah Jesus. And I know the message I'm to be sharing in my work is to reconcile people to Abba Father in Messiah Jesus, through Messiah Jesus. And I want to go to that destiny. I want to, I want to turn many to righteousness. For he made him who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him, Messiah Jesus. Pray with me, will you? Oh, Father in heaven, if there's one who's listening today and they have church and they have a Bible and they give money, but they don't have Jesus and they don't have his, your righteousness. Today, they may they call upon your name, repent of their sins and call upon your name and be saved. Be saved. Oh, but I got baptized. We're not saved by the tub. We're saved by the blood, the blood of the lamb. Messiah Jesus, save them today, Lord. And if there's any who are listening, you're saying, wow, I need to get about the Father's business. I need to embrace it. My, my identity's been robbed. I thought just going to church and singing some songs was, was good enough. But my identity is that I'm in Messiah Jesus. I have a life to live in him. And, and I have a, a calling and I have a work to do for his kingdom. And, 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 um, and there's a destiny the Lord has for me. And I don't want to miss it. It's eternal. Call upon his name. Cry out to him. Oh, Lord, forgive us for being selfish. Forgive us for, for not rejoicing in who we are and what you've called us to be and do and whose we are and all that you're doing in, on our behalf and, and that you want to do through us and, and that you have a destiny for us, Lord. Oh, Lord, may that be in plain view now, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, restore the identity, please, Father, that has been stolen from your children today. And bless all who are listening. And I thank you and praise you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, along with our listeners today. Amen. Well, I pray the program has been a great blessing for you today. And um, now, now let's go and be and do these things. And let's go to that destiny. Let's shine like the stars in heaven as we turn many to Jesus Christ. Let's, let's shine forever and ever. Now, as we close the program, remember to watch Therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Anyway.
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.